hello, hey. away, w welcome, welcome to everybody's, everybody's favorite, favorite orange cat. cat. Every I'm Jackson Rody. I'm Jackson Rody. And this is everybody's, everybody's favorite, favorite orange, orange cat. cat. Everybody's favorite orange podcast. Yeah. We normally we talk about newspaper comics. And normally my name is Vincent Malika. <laughs> and normally I'm normal. Normally. No, I'm Emily. You yeah, guys. and normally Jackson is here, but he's um currently in a church somewhere, yeah. not wanting to be FaceTimed by us. No, he's the Pope now. <laughs> He, yeah, he killed the Pope and and, and, and got his job, yeah. i.e. being the Pope. We all know the Pope rules. Yeah. Once you murder a Pope, you become a Pope. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Weird this current Pope is so beloved despite him having murdered the previous one in cold blood. I mean, if you hate every Pope for murdering the last Pope, you're going to hate every, every Pope. pope yeah. yeah, you're right, you're right. You got to do what you got to do to yeah. get, get that Pope hat. To become a... Yeah. That's where all the if power I, is. If I knew what it was called, I would have said the word. That's a Pope hat. Okay. Um, and there's the instructions for being Pope are inside. Yeah. That's how you. Yes. That's how all the power lies. Yeah. Is you put it on and a little booklet falls out. Yes. Great. Anyway, so normally we talk about <laughs> newspaper comics, and I guess this week is kind of no exception, but we're doing another short one where we just talk about um, animated TV specials. Like yeah. last week, we did Ziggy's Gift. Yeah, except this time we're ramping it up to two. We did two. That's right. Yeah. Because it's, it's what extreme. Ex yeah. It is extreme. It is extreme. They were both they were both based on the Tony Hawk newspaper <laughs> comic. No, don't say it because now I want it. They be the change you want to see in the world. I'm sure there's some newspaper yeah, somewhere yes. that would publish your Tony Hawk. Oh, I had such a clear, vivid picture of what the style of it would be and everything. Yeah. And I love it. I guess I kind of do, too. Yeah. It'd be really pointy. Oh. What were you not, thinking? I was thinking um, it'd be, like, really realistic. Oh, so I see. Like, yeah, so basically, like, just, like, not rotoscoping, but, like, drawing over Tony Hawk's face. Oh, okay. Yeah. I essentially imagine zits. Like, no. I imagine Tony Hawk being a zit. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it could work. I think he, it would come across as Tony Hawk. Yeah. But that's, it's so different from what I had pictured. That is, okay. Yeah. Well, we'll both make competing ones and see which one do gets you, picked up first. Do you see people as, as zits? Only when they're in newspaper <laughs> comic form. Okay. I saw Tony Hawk as a zit because he. Like, I can yeah. imagine having like a like goofy hair. I just didn't know if this was like a Kenneth from Thirty Rock. No, I don't. I don't see everybody's a zit character. <laughs> I got really excited for a second because I was like, "Wow, you're uh, probably dying." <laughs> Wait, what a way to go! <laughs> I uh, didn't sound like I was happy you were dying. Yeah, I, I was just kind of happy that like something like horrifying was happening with your brain. Wow, that's far worse. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. I just thought it was interesting, I guess. Yeah. Sorry. No, you're good. Okay, let's get into it. So we just, we watched, what did we watch this week? We watched, uh, for better or for worse, The Last Camping Trip. Now, we know what you're thinking. That entire family dies. <laughs> Incorrect. And the answer is almost. Oh yeah, almost. <laughs> but no. Unfortunately, yeah, they hey. survive it. No, okay, I take that back. Yeah. Um, and then we also watched, um... Hagar the Horrible. 
the in, TV special. Yeah, in Hagar the Horrible, that is the title of the thing. Was it called Hagar Knows Best? No. Wow, there was some other one that was something knows best. It might have been like mm-hmm. Dennis the Menace knows best. We were looking at other options. We was it watch. Marvin? No. Marvin does not know best. No, I know. <laughs> Marvin, know no- Marvin knows nothing. <laughs> what is it? Um, God gave Marvin nothing. God gave Marvin a lot of poop in his pants. <laughs> Marvin, I think, might be the single my single least favorite comic. I, Two posters, Marvin knows nothing, and the other one says, God gave Marvin a lot of poop in his yeah. pants. One has kind of a, like, like line mouth, <laughs> and then the other one has line mouth, but with a slight dash on it to make it look like a smile. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so, let's, let's get into it. Let's get into, let's start with For Better For Yeah, I think that sounds right. We forget it. Um... I just, okay, I want to start this because for better or for worse, the last camping trip begins with a scream. It does. Um, a child scream. Yeah, a horrifying preteen howl. Yeah. That comes out of this kid, Gordo, um, who is Michael's friend. Michael, I did the character. I had not realized that for better or for worse was a Canadian comic strip until, until I asked, are they Canadian? And you responded, <laughs> Yes. And it only fully clicked for me when I found out that he had a friend named Gordo. <laughs> Is Gordo a Canadian? It's a, like Gord. That feels pretty huh. Canadian to me. I mean, I don't think of it as that because, like, Gordo from Lizzie McGuire was. Oh. They lived in sunny California or something. Famous California, Canada. Yeah. Yeah. Some of the yeah. northernmost tip of California. Yes. Anyway. But, go- uh,. Oh, go ahead, go ahead. No, Gordo's screaming because he's gonna go to a cabin, um, and he's excited to tell Michael about it, because guess who else is going to the cabin? Popular girls. Oh, boy. Including one in an, in an ironic no-smoking t-shirt. Yeah. <laughs> this girl is hanging out with, like, a pretty normal-looking boy, and somebody looks far nerdier than Michael does. I, like, I don't yeah. understand how in the hierarchy of the school, this boy was... Like in comic book, like comic strip terms, like a boy with braces hanging out with no smoking girl, I was confused. Uh, it, it's realistic, I feel okay. like. Yeah, there are some, I mean, sometimes you go to a high school and the people you expect to be popular aren't popular. That's true, that's true. And, uh, yeah. I was but, trusting the logic of a, a for better, for, like what for better yeah. or for worse would posit. That's why I was confused. No, but you're right, no, it is no. realistic. Um, so he invites Michael, and Michael is excited. They're gonna, um, hang out with girls. And I think it's, uh, Michael who says, Hormone City or something? He, he's too excited about hormones. Yeah, it's weird, because usually teens aren't the ones using the word hormone. No. Um, about themselves. Usually it's, like, other people saying the word hormone to teens. And I don't then, think I've ever heard a teen use the word hormone in, like, relation to themselves. Or in an excited context. Yeah. Like, he was pretty like, ah, my body's acting up. <laughs> yeah, that's really gross. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He was like, ready to, ready, excited to go through some changes, Gord? <laughs> yeah. No, you're not wrong. Yeah. He's like, I can't control this, and I'm so happy. <laughs> He's like, I'm way sweatier than I want to be. <laughs> Yeah, no, that's pretty gross. So they're excited though. Yeah, they're they're pumped. Um, and then Michael 
and you hear them talk about it on the bus um, as they drive home, set to music. You see some credits. And uh, Michael gets home and is uh, incredibly upset to learn that he will not be able to go to Gordo's cabin. He's going to have to go camping with his family mm-hmm. um, to, on the East Coast. Mm-hmm. And he goes full-on angsty teenager about it. Mm-hmm. Um, He's constantly wearing his headphones. Yeah, that's how he, he decides to handle the situation. So, uh, camping prep happens, like, things are kind of tense, like, packing, you After know. a catastrophic trip there, where he, where he's just listening to loud music. Yeah. And fuck, they horribly fuck up, uh, their, their camping stuff. It yeah. just stumbles all over the place. Well, things are kind of tense from the start, because their dad is being, like, a camping dad, where it's, like, packing the car is kind of tense, and he's not participating, um... Elizabeth, the sister, is excited, and then April's a baby. I have a question. Can you at any point find the dad sympathetic? No. He begins by being a dick and ends by saying, this vacation sucked, which would devastate me if I heard my dad say it, like, after a trip. No, and it's like, yeah, I mean, I read the comics and I never, like, hated him, or and he was, like, a sympathetic comic face, mm-hmm. so it's like you want to like the dad, because yeah. you feel like he should be teaming up with the mom, yeah, yeah, yeah. and they should be like, our son is going through stuff, and, like, kind of, like, be on the same team about it, Yeah. but the dad just sucks the whole time. Yeah. Yeah, no, F you, John. Yeah. Okay. There? Did that work? Yeah. Wait, shit. (laughs) Fuck. Stop! I'll just say it again. Fuck you, John. (laughs) He's Uh, terrible. Yeah. So they drive there, all their stuff spills out. Um, Elizabeth's filming the whole time. That's kind of her only thing to do in this short yeah she well th- there's even a point in which she they forget like the parents forget she's in a tent it's yeah. like she truly has no role yeah um but she's like i mean her I, I think it's her voice and like her role in this is to be like a more likable dw from arthur yeah, like yeah, yeah. that's kind of how she comes off but there's not much of her in this do you think this director brought that to being the director of timing well, for arthur oh maybe <laughs> yeah. yeah no you're totally right um Possibly. I don't know what timing does in animation. If somebody could tell me, I'd very much appreciate it, but I'm sure that he was really able to implement it well. Yeah. Um, No, so they... It's weird because they're planning on going camping, but they don't know what camping site they're going to go to. And I don't know if this is like a thing in Canada or whatever, but they're like choosing um, campsites and so they see billboards and the billboards like have what an amenities yeah each campsite has like and a so, hotel might. yeah so they're like picking and choosing which ones to go to which i guess might be a thing in an area with many campsites I'm yeah just not used to that being a thing mm-hmm. um so they find one with like, a comical amount of utilities <laughs> yeah or it's like they have laundry and um 
running, running water. water. And it's, it's essentially Jellystone um, in the Dells. Yeah. For, I mean, that's a Wisconsin thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not to, not to pull a Jackson. No, no, no. I'm interested <laughs> to hear. It's a Yogi Bear themed uh, campsite that has, that's essentially just like a water park, but you're sleeping in a tent on a uh, parking lot, like grassy like median and they have actual yogi bears running around right yeah 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 you have to avoid them right no they will eat you <laughs> but um that's really the only like non-amenity they yeah. have um no so they they get to a nice campsite but oh no they forgot their tent poles um and well okay, oh, so, I forgot about yeah this. They, they pull up to the site and the mom speaks french to the man because we're in canada which i thought was a when i found out this was in canada was kind of a nice <laughs> was kind of a nice local uh local piece of comedy that was the thing that reminded me that it was in canada mm-hmm. um yeah well thanks for one of us <laughs> So, uh... I was so, reminded by... Sorry. I was reminded of being Canada by a character saying a boot several times. <laughs> and me thinking one of the actors just hadn't quite mastered the accent. I'm sorry. No, you're good. Yeah. Um, so they're given very uh, intricate di- directions to get to their uh, their actual, like, plot of land. And they mess up and find an empty space. And um, John is like, I don't believe this is our site. And the mom, Ellie, is very convinced um, so they set up their, their tent and Michael makes a snarky comment about them not having tent poles, despite the fact that it is the roomiest, yeah. like it's a house. Yeah. Um, it's massive. It's, yeah. It's huge. All four of them can fit in it. Yeah. Plus April has like a baby, like a, like a, like a um, baby camper. Yeah. Like a crib kind of thing, but it's like a temporary one. Um, and, uh, so they're, they're about to go to sleep and all of a sudden you hear a like train horn like a train whistle and you're like oh my god (laughs) this is the end yeah no the last camping trip i looked beneath them to see if they were like lying on tracks and they just didn't think about it like i thought it was gonna be (laughs) i would have loved it if there was a loud loud train horn so you knew it was coming and then it was just a car like ellie's terrified face freeze frame And then you just hear the music that it started with. Yeah. And they kind of like, beep, boop, boop, boop. The last camping. Yeah. <laughs> That's the end of the comedy. What a bold move. Yeah. Um, yeah, it cuts back to uh, to the dog waking up. Cuts back to Farley and he just mm. wakes up, like kind of like looks around like something's wrong and then goes back to sleep. It's devastating. <laughs> yeah. But beautifully had that kind of a bond, but it's still incredibly sad. <laughs> yeah. Okay. No, but um, it turns out they're right next to a train. And so they are uh, appropriately alarmed. Like, that's terrifying. Um, They're shaken, but they they move to their regular site. They wake up. Michael continues being angsty, right? Mm -hmm. Um, But they have neighbors now. Yeah, well, what happens before they have neighbors? What happens directly before? (laughs) I didn't know that. (laughs) We meet the neighbors. Yeah. Well, out of nowhere... Where we find out this is, in fact, a musical. There's yeah. a musical number that occurs. What is it called? Ellie's Rap? We found out <laughs> yeah, the Ellie's Rap Song. Ellie's Rap Song. Yeah. So what happens at it exactly? So Michael is sitting at the picnic table with his music in, um, just thinking about how much he hates being there. And Ellie walks up and... Uh, 
picks up the box of cereal or crackers or something sitting in front of him and she gets up really close to him on the picnic table and she says why don't you talk to me and then she picks up the box and realizes she can (laughs) shake it yeah to make a beat and then begins like i think a, a beat actually starts yeah and she begins to like manically dance and just kind of flail her limbs but in, in like huge, like mo, like these huge yeah. dancing motions. Like she's going, has her arms stretch all the way out and her legs stretch all the way out. Like you know when people do like a comical like jig where it's like your leg is going up as far as it can and your arms are going down. Yeah, her legs are doing that, but her arms are not going down; <laughs> they're going out, and, and she, it's t- like horrible. And she has a look of pure terror on her face. Right. Meanwhile, she is shaking the box <laughs> and just like rapping about where it's like essentially she's saying like why don't you talk to me um i'm here for you like let's communicate like you're so distant and elizabeth is filming the entire thing specifically her bud yeah so it cuts in between ellie like the like normal camera ellie dancing and then like you see it through a video recorder like, at a low angle of her butt yeah, while she's doing it. It's so weird. And also, there's a part where um, she, like, I guess there's a line, technically, since this is a song, where, like, the background behind her changes. <laughs> changes three times! Three times, but she doesn't change. Like, she doesn't change position. It's just, like, it's, like, jump cut shifts in background. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's so alarming. And, like, you see through the video camera a few times Michael's, terri- like, terrified yeah, face. Understandably. Yeah, understandably. Yeah, he, uh, his mouth is, like, a sm- is gone and his eyes are wide and staring straight ahead. And it was, like, I was very conscious that I was mirroring that expression <laughs> while I was watching this. Because what was happening? I was, it's, as... I'm not. I'm not saying this to it's hyperbole. It is one of the most visceral reactions I can remember having to something. I was so confused, like inside. Like I felt yes. the confusion in my stomach. And it's not what I would ever expect from my for better or for worse. No special. No. 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 Okay. What in the world? Yeah, it was jarring. So wrapping up the. Kind of oh the, the next two thirds of it. We've been we gotten to about a third of it, so moving yeah. quickly to the second part. Yeah. Um. So meanwhile, April's crawled off. Um. And this is how we meet the neighbors. Um. The neighbor mom or woman, um, brings April back and then says, "Do you want to meet my family?" And uh, Ellie says yes, and Michael says no, and he walks off to the beach where he meets a Polly Pocket. <laughs> Um, a disgusting looking child <laughs> with a crop, like kind of like a half crop top, like not yeah. a, little, a little longer than a crop top, a, like curvy teen, yeah, from another cartoon, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, we who, see a lot of her in Michael's legs, yeah, yeah. Well, we see her from a distance beforehand because um, John the dad gives her like a a wooga <laughs> look, <laughs> yeah, which is gross, really weird, and it comes back later, yeah. Um, but yeah, um, so Michael meets her out of, he doesn't know she's the neighbor, um, and they meet at the beach and they, um, talk about how much they hate camping and they hate their families and they just complain at each other, um, and they bond over that. Um, meanwhile, like, they're all friends. The neighbors are becoming friends. They sing a song to them. Yeah, the two pairs of, um, 
parents. Um, so the Polly Pocket, whose name is Sarah, uh, her dad, who has no chin, it's he's a slug man. <laughs> yeah, he has a triangle mouth and a tri- essentially a triangle head yeah, connected the- to a triangle body. <laughs> And the mom looks like a normal, like, for better or for worse character, essentially. And so I don't know how they recreated to produce, again, a literal Polly Pocket. Yeah. Um, No, it's just Polly Pocket. So so (laughs) Polly Pocket and Michael hit it off. Yeah, yeah. They become fast friends. Um, It's Trouble in Paradise. Well, okay, so a song is sung... Okay, and yeah, this yeah. This is how Paradise is created because oh, Polly Pocket's dad this. sings a song, Jesus. and then Michael and the Polly Pocket become slow mo ghosts. Yeah, you're so right. I and forgot about that. <laughs> they run to the beach in super slow motion. Yeah, it's but it lasts for so long where it's like you see a lot of them running on the beach, and then they stop, and then they play some hide and seek, and then they spin in the ocean. And then they run on the beach some more, and then they run on the beach some more, and then they almost kiss, and then they run on the beach some more in another direction, and then they almost kiss. Yeah. And it it's just that. Yeah. For so long. Yeah. And then they go to bed. Yeah. Yeah. It's horrible. It, I think like you said, at one point you're like, ah, we return to live, not live action, we return to normal speed now, and it, <laughs> and it just continues to go. Yeah, where it's like, once they start playing hide and seek, it should not be in slow motion anymore, but it just continues to be slow motion for the entire, like, montage, and it's terrible. It feels like we've entered a different special, essentially. Yeah, yeah, again, and it's weird. Um, so they're friends, they go boating the next day, um, and then after that, Sarah ditches him for... A male Polly Pocket, who is also 30, um, and Michael's upset about this. Have I missed anything? No, I don't think so. Um, Michael's upset about this, um, and then... He has a talk with his mom. He says, Mom, can I talk to you? Right. Can I talk about something? (laughs) Yeah, and she's happy that he's communicating, I guess, but sad that he's sad. Yeah. Um. Well, the song, she, he listened to the song. Yeah. (laughs) Well, Elizabeth recorded it, so he can. <laughs> That's true. I was like, is this happening in real life the whole time? I was wondering if this was just like, if this was going to be like an imagination thing. Or if it was her just seizuring. Yeah, if this was happening in her head, but I think it's real. And yeah. I still, whatever, I can't it's horrible. grasp it. Um, so then what happens? Uh, yeah. we find, well, we can kind of skip around. We find out that they're leaving. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, they 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 have one more day together. Right, right, right. I mean, we don't have to get to it, but the, the John and Ellie almost have sex. And, oh yeah. And they say that only on the prerequisite, that be, saying that because that they are the only two people in the tent, even though they clearly have a daughter and a baby. Yeah. Both in there. Elizabeth's right there. Yeah. It's weird. Like I get it with the baby. That makes sense. Where it's like baby doesn't count. Yeah. But like. It cuts back, and so I was like, oh, I was thinking while he was saying it, like, oh, where's Elizabeth? And yeah, it cuts right back, there. and like, there she is, she's right there. Listening. And he's not whispering. A scarred child. <laughs> yeah, it's terrible. It's very gross. Um, but but so, so, so Polly Pocket's leaving, and oh, it's, yeah. it's just going to be, and so yeah, Michael has to find, you know, has one last day with her. Right. Um, and I think they do a little smooch, right? Like oh, we missed it. So we did. Wait, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, they have a little smooch. Yeah. But who do they see off in the distance? Um. Oh. Okay. So uh, earlier, Polly Pocket had some, or Michael had some competition, 
um, with male Polly Pocket, but he and so Michael took an angsty boat ride, his motor broke, and then he saw Polly Pocket um, receiving like unwanted attention like aggressively yeah. from male Polly Pocket yeah. and like calling for help and it's like pretty it's not what I want. Yeah, it's yeah. Not what I want pretty to make serious and pretty intense. And so Michael um or Polly Pocket jumps off that boat and into Michael's and then male Polly Pocket aggressively chases after them. I don't think about which is terrifying. I think we're just gonna honestly got chasing. Yeah. I mean we kinda did because yeah. Michael's able to get the motor started, but it like it's like you don't know what's going to happen if he can't. Yeah, 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 yeah. Which is scary. Um, so then they uh, they spend some time together, I think. Um, they share a teen smooch. Um, and she has to go. But it's going to storm. Or it starts storming. And uh, as she leaves, Michael hears a call for help. And who could it be but male Polly Pocket drowning in the ocean? Mm. And so Michael has to go save him rather than say goodbye to Sarah because otherwise it's manslaughter. <laughs> yeah. He can't live with that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, probably not. I mean, he shouldn't be able to. Yeah. Um, but he does resent the man and he tells him that he ruined his <laughs> life. It's a very, you know, pretty comfortable post almost drowning too. He kind of homes back on it's like, thanks, bro. And it's like, yeah. okay. Yeah. But, so he gets back to the camping site. And uh, yeah. Oh, sorry. No, good. Um, yeah, he gets back to the campsite, and uh, Sarah and her family have driven away. Um, and Michael is very upset about this. And then they they also have to leave, so they pack up their car, and he's like, I'll never see Sarah again. Um, she's clearly American. Their family is from the South. Um, and so they're driving back, and Michael's sadly looking out the window and everyone's like Michael's sad because he liked a girl and he's like no I'm not and then Elizabeth's like well I have a gift for you and what does she have? It's a video of uh, of her giving her address and inviting him to come which is incredibly useful uh, for a productive relationship but it's a video that, the, that was taken by some unknown member of the family um, of her saying goodbye Yeah, Sarah saying goodbye Yeah, thank um, you Yeah, no problem um, but Sarah's saying goodbye, um, and Michael's like, this is great, now I can visit her. Which I was, I was thinking, like, letters, like, you know, yeah. but it's like, you can't go to South Carolina. Okay, dude. Yeah, he's like, next time we're going to we're going to South Carolina. He's like, yeah. are you? No. <laughs> You're going from Canada to South Carolina? Yeah. So, wait. Oh, so you don't know who, who recorded it, yeah. right? Um, and Michael's like, this is great, who did this? And then... The dad's like somebody who was 15 once, but it's like to say like somebody who's a hot babe when he sees. He doesn't say that, but it's like okay. But it's the dad who clearly picked up on the fact that he had the hots for this right. sexy 15 year old. And you would think it would be the person who had the camera in their hand this no, entire yeah, 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 trip, yeah. and the one who handed the camera to Michael was like, "I have a fun surprise for you, brother." But think- no, it ends up being the like the creepiest like. Because the dad has not had the camera up until then. He's like, it was me. Yeah. Which, I, gross. I think this might be because the daughter only enjoys filming related to butts. It's the only <laughs> thing you've seen her film have been underwear that fell from a car yeah. and her mom's butt when she was dancing. <laughs> no, and also it's just her mom's butt. No, she zooms in on her mom's butt a different time, too. It's like, why does she have this fascination? She must be going through a weird kid phase. <laughs> That's all the camera's going to be it's when they get so back. It's like, weird. a lot of our butts, honey. <laughs> yeah. 
No, I'm not a fan. Um, So Michael has their address and he's happy. Um, And so they they pull in. Farley runs over. He's excited to see them. Gordo bikes over um, and he reveals that he didn't get any babe action. And instead his dad was drinking the whole time, (laughs) which is an uncomfortable detail. (laughs) No, it made me a little sad because... That implies, yeah, he's like, my dad was just drinking and fishing the whole time. And, and I was like, Jesus Christ, Gordo. Yeah, it's an incredibly sad image. And the, the, no, he's, the cool people were across the lake. Yeah. And so I imagine him seeing them, but between them is his drunk dad <laughs> fishing. <laughs> and so no yeah, smoking like girls like foreground, leaving. background. Yeah. yeah. Oh, man, that's sad. It is. But, he's, but he said this is a great trip. Yeah, yeah. Michael ta- goes on and on about how much he loved the trip. And um, Ellie's like, is that the same kid we left with? Mm-hmm. And uh, John is like, I don't know. And they're just talking about how uh, their their kid is truly a teen. Yeah. Um, I think, and then end of episode, right? Yeah. Yeah, then it ends. Um, and we get to leave and watch the raccoons on ice. Yes. <laughs> yeah, the, the person who made this has a couple of credits, which is... Every episode of For Better or For Worse, and also every, most episodes of The Raccoons that appear. Yeah, yeah. Lots of lots of episodes of The Raccoons. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that's the summary. Uh, general thoughts? Anything else? You want yeah. To it, it was, I mean, I think we we're both For Better or For Worse fans. Yeah. And it's like, uh, I haven't talked about it before, but I really like the Doonesbury TV special. Um, which I feel like is a similar, like, a similar comic to this, but what I like about that is it's not so much, it's like, it doesn't really focus on any specific family drama, like, in that it's not any specific drama, it's just kind of a series of conversations these characters have. Mm-hmm. In this, it's, like, kind of tied to this character's, like, sexual awakening, and I wasn't really yeah. into it. Um, it just, it, yeah, that part of it felt a little too conventional. It was animated in a way that emphasized their disgusting mouths. Yeah, the mouths, you don't notice, like... Because it's, it's a comic strip, yeah. so like it works if their mouth is an upside-down triangle. But when you're trying to make it move so that it looks like someone is talking, I think it's harder, and it yeah. just doesn't... It look it comes off looking pretty bad sometimes. Do you have any thoughts? Um, I liked it less than I thought I would, yeah, which same. is disappointing, because I thought it would be sweeter than it was, um, and I thought it would... Not quite as horny. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Less, like weird um it's like really tense in some moments and that isn't relieved in any way like usually when things get that tense between like family members like in a special like this like there's a like a sit down kind of thing that happens or like a resolution and there really isn't one in this one yeah um michael just like continues being a shitty teen but he never like apologizes for his like his attitude or he doesn't really learn yeah um, and John's bad the whole time, and everyone else is kind of just, like, not important. Like, yeah. Yeah. So would you say, is this for better, or is it for worse? I'd say it's for worse. I'd also say yeah, it's for worse. Unfortunately. Um. Okay. It wasn't the worst, but it was the It was for not worse. for better. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was not for better. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, yes. We'll just... Okay. Now we're going to talk about Hagar the Horrible. <laughs> yeah. Begun, we're just continuing doing yeah. Hagar the Horrible. Yes. We just took 
Well, we took an hour and a 45 minute long break to watch an hour and 45 minutes worth of You Don't Talk to Me. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we went to the theater where we were horrified to find they were in fact <laughs> playing in a loop instead of the film Adrift. <laughs> yeah. Well, the Greg Marcus came on singing opera and he was like, we're really expanding what we show here at Marcus Cinemas. And then he... Gave the look that Michael gives to the video recorder, <laughs> and then he turned around and showed his butt. Yeah. <laughs> and, then and, it, and then we entered into an hour and 45 minutes of You Won't Talk to Me. It was revealed that his daughter shoots all of those promos at Marcus. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Greg Marcus is like, um, you know, we even show <laughs> clips of, quote, rap, end quote, songs from 90s animated specials based on, uh, on serial cartoon strips. And then proceeded to sing the song. Yeah. It was um, pretty great. Yeah. It was one of our better outings, I would say, at the movies. For sure. Yeah. And now we're back. Talking about Hagar the Horrible. Yeah, which was... How was it? Hagar! <laughs> yeah, it certainly <laughs> was Hagar. It was certainly Helga. Uh, Wait, not Helga. What's the name of that? Broomhelga. Broomhelga. Uh, I think his wife is Helga. Oh, you're right. Yeah, Ooh. and Broomhilda's is the bar he goes to. Is it really? Yeah, I picked up on that because I was like, those are both the same name in my head. I did not realize that. Yeah. What an Easter egg. Yeah. I don't like that his daughter's name is Honey. <laughs> no, it's weird. Because at one point his son calls her Honey, and I was like, ew. <laughs> yeah. Nah, <laughs> Where I don't it's like, to... that's her brother. Yeah. And then I was like, oh, wait, no, that's her name, but also. Let's no, not. No, thank you. <laughs> Yeah, well, that kind of yeah. takes us. I was about to yeah. say that uh, it, I would like it if it ended with like she decides like you know I don't want to marry anybody. I want to marry my brother. <laughs> and Hagar's like they're just different. <laughs> He's like that book learning isn't sexy, and she's like oh isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Wink. And then she touches her codename kid next to her brother on the face. <laughs> um, yeah. Okay. Should yeah, we get let's into talk this? About this? Yeah. Okay. Um. Hagar the Horrible starts, much like how For Better or For Worse starts with a scream, uh, Hagar the Horrible starts with many grunts. Um, numerous grunts that last far too long. Yeah. Just a group of men grunting because they're rowing a boat. Yeah. Well, doesn't it go with the history lesson? Yeah, it starts with the history lesson. I forgot about that. I remembered the grunts. Um, forgot Didn't the history. We all? Yeah, I guess I'm. I guess tag yourself. I'm Hagar. I don't care about those books. Um, no, but we start with some Viking learning. Yeah. Yeah. I was out of the room for this part. Yeah, I was not. Um, basically, it's like this takes place in the Middle Ages, and you're like, okay, Hagar the horrible, sure. And then it's like when Vikings were the most fearsome, and it was like, it's like okay. Hagar, sh- sure, I'm on board. Yeah. No pun intended. Yeah. And it's like, and the most fearsome was Lee Erickson. And, and then, I... yeah, and then cut to Hagar being like, hurry. And it's like, just kidding, it was Hagar. Hey, raise your hand if you were fooled by that and you thought, <laughs> I'm watching the Hagar special because I'm raising my hand right now. I let an audible, what, when they said that? And when Hagar said, what? And I was like, I've been duped. <laughs> they got you. Uh, yeah. you've been leafed. You got freaking leafed. Yeah. You doofus, but I put in Swedish. Whatever Uh-oh. the Swedish word for doofus is. doofus. <laughs> yeah. Hoofa doofus. <laughs> Hoofa doofus. 
Okay. Uh, mm, dork, dork, dork. <laughs> this Whoa. is a Swedish chef. Ah. Yeah. He was not in this. No, he wasn't, unfortunately. Who was in this? So, okay, they're on a... So it's a bunch of Vikings yeah, on the ground. Like, yeah. don't want to go home to their wife and kids. Yeah. No, it starts out with exactly the kind of joke I thought this was going to be filled with. Um, previously, I've said... Not, like, not on this show, I think, but, like, I do not like Hagar the Horrible, no. and I never have, no, because no. it's always just, like, my wife sucks, and girls are bad, and marriage is... It's, like, the Lockhorns, but with, like, Vikings, and not exclusively about marriage, also about other terrible things. Like drinking. Yeah. Um... So, yeah, it starts out with, like, a joke where Hagar's like, aren't you so excited to get home to your wife and kids? And the men rowing the boat, like, start going the other direction. And it's like, oh, they They, hate their wives. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And Hagar's like, no, come on, it'll be great. And then he um, goes into a little dream world about what going home will be like. And he... (laughs) He assumes that, uh... Oh, so the dream world is... So he's excited because his wife, um, his wife is excited to see him, and his daughter's marrying this Olaf, was it? Yeah. Who's uh, who's like a good Viking, and his son's becoming a good Viking by his work at Viking school. By good Viking, we mean that Olaf is shown to be a giant, bald, dumb, smelly. Man. Yeah, this is some unpleasant understandings of masculinity. Right, yeah. yeah. Where it's um, like, Viking reads like conventional guy. Yeah. Yes. I'm sorry, um, no, you're good. Yeah, so his son is doing well in Viking school. He gets a medal mm-hmm. in his little fantasy. Yeah, his daughter Honey is engaged. Um, and Helga is... Very excited to see Hagar. Mm-hmm. And then he gets home, and he finds he uh, drops off his loot. He, well, he was two months late. That's the joke. Is that he yeah. co- and she says, you were late from work. You're three whole months late from work. Right. And Which that joke like, got you. Yeah. Because I heard you, you were just sides were split. Right. I, I love- was like, <laughs> women are just never happy like just to see their husbands. They want more. Mm-hmm. They always want more. That's what you were shouting over your lap. <laughs> yeah. It is. I don't know why you're telling me because I'm reliving it now and I'm <laughs> laughing just as much as I was. I want to make sure the listeners know. <laughs> right, okay. That's true. Um, well, I, I assume that once we said it, they were also laughing because they shouted, I agree! <laughs> into yes. their phones. And we can hear it now because this is a telephone conversation. Yeah, thank you. Um, we do not record this. No. No, Emily and I have an agreement. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Several countries. <laughs> no, so, yeah, Helga's not happy to see him um, because he's late. Um, Honey is engaged. But she's engaged to a someone Hagar deems not unworthy. He's a small man. Um, that is more or less what begins and ends defining him is that he's a small yeah. man who reads and plays. Well, and his name's Lute. Yeah, his name's Lute. I don't know if he reads. Oh, good point. Good point. It might be complaining. Yeah. I mean, with... this no, this definitely takes like several anti-reading stances, like which is weird. But um, it uh no Lute. Uh, Honey's new boyfriend. Apparently, she has dumped Olaf, and now she is engaged to Lute, who is a small man who plays a 
flute. And he... And he sings. And he uses a napkin? Yeah. Yeah, the whole thing is that he's not disgusting. He, he doesn't bear a uncomfortable rese- resemblance to Hagar. Right. Which is maybe dubious that he wants to be have his daughter marry somebody who is essentially identical to him. Right. No, all of it's dubious. Yes. But yes. Um, and his son, he finds out, um, is reading and doing homework, which mm-hmm. is revealed to be a bad thing to Hagar, because yeah. he values... Viking activities more so. Which seems to be mostly launching people from, um, what are those called? Uh, trebuchets? Yeah. Yeah. It seems to be a lot of launching. Yeah. And a lot of, like, very thick swords. Yeah. The extra C is for cutting. Yes. Um, so Hagar does some investigating because he's suspicious of, like, what his kids are up to. He's been gone for... It's revealed that he's been gone for two years. Just horrifying. Yeah. Yes. How does he even know who his son is? Yeah. Well, yeah. No, it's very strange and frankly unsettling. Yeah. No, it's terrible. Um, And it's, like, kind of treated like he was just, like, off... Like... On a shorter work trip. Like, first it's like, oh, you're home late from work. Like, this was like a, you know, they're doing the gig where it's like he was gone for months, but it's treated like he was, you know, late. For in, dinner, in, yeah, For, yeah. like, hours and stuff yeah. or something. Um, but We get it. Yeah. But it's but, stupid. Yeah. But then it's, like, less played as a joke later on where it's like he's been gone for two years. Yeah. Like, you know? Um... But no, he investigates and he finds out that Honey is the one who dumped Olaf, not vice versa. Um, And so he decides to take care of that in his own way. Um, And then he goes to his old school uh, where he finds out that his son, insert name here, uh, I don't remember. Hagar Miniature. Yeah. um, His round-headed, black-eyed son. Yeah. Well, the thing is, his son has beady eyes and no cornea. Or wait, what is that? Well, he has his mother's eyes. Right. No, that's what I was going to say. Yeah. Yeah, Helga's face is set up as not a face. Yeah. It's arranged in a horrible way, and it's really bad seeing it uh, animated as well. Like, trying to put expressions on just a big nose with a dot next to it. Yeah. Is unsettling. It is especially held up. I mean, it's like we were talking about with for better or for worse, where it's like Polly Pocket next to like where it's like two different kinds of looking human beings right. should not pair together. Yeah. Um. So his son, he finds out, has flunked out of Viking school, and now he's off reading books. So Hagar decides to train his son and find a bunch of burly men to bring into his home. In, so they can fight each other in front of Honey so that she can marry one of them. Meanwhile, she's been training Loot to be more appealing to Hagar by teaching him how to eat drumsticks. And, and yeah. And, oh wait, yeah, yeah, I was going to say, there, and there begins and ends the training, but I think you might have remembered yeah. something I didn't. No, I was remembering the part where... Um, like, like napkins are, are frowned upon, and so she teaches him to eat meat, which is just, like, telling someone to eat something. I don't know how that's training, but then he goes to, like, wash his hands, 
and she starts like licking her fingers and then he gets a big smile on his face and starts licking his fingers and then licking her fingers and it's just a weird moment i thought it is horrible yeah it's strange and then it like comes to nothing because later on he uses a napkin and i was like why did i have to see that earlier why did i have to see the pleasure of him licking himself it was horrible yeah it's not one of the least disturbing moments in the special. No, um, really bad. So he's he's trying to train his son to shoot arrows, and his son's really bad at it. Um, Honey is training Loot to eat chicken, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, is there a shot where they're all on a boat together? Uh, I thought I feel like there was a moment where Hagar was teaching both of them to do things, and I was like, "Oh, clearly he's trying to encourage Lute to be a better Viking," and then and then they completely uh, reversed that, and I was like, "What logic does this follow?" But I'm guessing that I might have picked up on the wrong moment, so we're gonna keep going straight on. I kind of remember. It's not a pivotal moment. No, okay. that's not Lute. That's his assistant. Oh, I t- oh, looks exactly like Lute. Yeah, he looks criminally Lute like Lute. Looks Lute. a lot like um. What's his name? Something Eddie. Lucky Eddie. Lucky Eddie. Yeah, Loot looks a lot like Lucky Eddie. Who does who's not? Briefly in this. Yeah. But not really. Um. So yeah, eventually Loot breaks up with Honey because he's like, "Your dad doesn't like me. She's distraught. Hagar doesn't understand. His son is sad because he is tired." Um. And he doesn't want to move anymore. He just wants to read. And so, meanwhile, like, throughout all of this, Hagar has been, like, yelling at Helga Mm -hmm. for, like, raising his children wrong, apparently. Well, he was gone for two years. Yeah. It's really terrible. Um, He's like, I'll take this into my own hand. Like, these are my kids. And it's just like, this is disgusting. And they do appear to have a Lockhorns-esque relationship. Yeah, they really do. Um... Where it's, like, like not so much, though, because yeah. Helga is far more forgiving than Loretta. Oh, that's true. But that doesn't make it better. No, no, that's very true. Um, well, and, where and, it's, like, the Lockhorns are, like, almost mutually terrible to each yeah. other. But, like, in this, Hagar has, like, far more power over Helga. Yeah. In a really, in a way I've, like, I've always just, like, found really disgusting. Yeah. Um, but uh, Hagar goes to a bar, right? Is I that, think so, yeah. yeah. Um, and someone starts making fun of his kids. Uh, or Hagar's complaining about his life. Um, and this is kind of where I got the only, like, not even laugh, but the only source of amusement which from was, this. Which was... Um, oh, this the, is a funny the, joke. Yeah, the guy next to him is, like, talking about how... Or he's, like, listening to Hagar, and Hagar's like, you wouldn't understand, you don't have kids. And the guy's like... Or you don't have a wife and kids. And the guy's like, I have five children. And then Hagar, like, kind of beats him up. Yeah. And, like, pushes him over. And he's like, you know, don't bother me with your personal life. Like, it... Or, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, well, but where does he take it? Oh, wait, no. What is he... There's somebody else. Yeah, there's another guy. And what happens to him? The other guy gets beat up because he says that Hagar's kids are weird. But he gets beat up plus. Like, he's essentially murdered oh, by Hagar. yeah. Okay, so the the guy who gets the like at the expense of the joke, um, is just is just kind of knocked over, um, and it's kind of funny because Hagar's just ignoring the fact that he has five kids and a wife. Like it's it's, it's kind a good of joke. yeah, it's a good joke. But the guy next to him, 
um, tells Hagar that his kids are weird, and Hagar starts, like, mauling this man, and then he uh, tackles him so that he's under, like, a barrel of beer, and he, like, hits the knob so that beer is gushing out, and he's holding this man so that his mouth is underneath it, and he's just swallowing massive amounts of beer, but, like, also probably drowning in it, and he's struggling. Yeah. Like, he's kind of flailing, and Hagar is talking to the man and himself, and he comes to the epiphany that his kids aren't weird, they're just different, and he's, like, he's kind of talking through it. He's like, my son is happy reading, and, like, he's found something he enjoys, and Honey's happy with, like, she's in a happy relationship, and that's that's what should matter. Yeah. And he's like, my kids aren't weird, they're just different. Like, yeah, they're yeah, themselves. Yeah. Meanwhile, this man is drowning. It would have been so easy for his feet to have stopped moving. <laughs> yes. It's like, the way that it's set up is it's like, ah, his like, he's... Gone. Like, Hagar has killed him. And it cuts away, and then it cuts back or something, and he's, like, his, like, belly is out. Like, he's, like, growing, and I thought he was going to pop. Yeah. Maybe. Pop. Yeah, and there's going to burst. Oh, and blood just spill out of him. (laughs) Yeah. Blood and beer spill out of him. But it's, like, foamy blood. Um, yes. Foamy blood. Oh, and Hagar just, I mean, probably like a real Viking. (laughs) Just, like, yeah, just slurps it down. Yeah. Um, thus ending hey, the special. Props to yeah, that would be actually something. Yeah. Um. No, but this man Hagar like comes to this epiphany and like kind of releases the man to go fix things with his family, and the man stumbles forward, and I genuinely thought he was we were gonna see him just vomit out. Yeah. Or just kind of like expel everything that had got into his body within the past yeah. minute. Um, but instead he just kind of wa- wanders off woozily and we don't get to see him die, but presumably, <laughs> like, he... If he, not, yeah, if not of, yeah, some kind of alcohol poisoning or something yeah, along those lines. Just the entire experience overall must have culminated in his death, surely. Yeah. Um. And which was fine because he's maybe the only character we found that is worse than Hagar. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, he's just making fun of this man's children yeah. for, like, having happy lives. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it sucks. There's also a joke in here somewhere where, uh, I think it's towards the beginning where, uh, Honey is like, I'm engaged, and he's like, my 16-year-old daughter, it's about time, I've been waiting for years, which is gross. Well, the joke is he goes, she goes, he goes, my 16-year-old daughter's engaged, and he sounds kind of angry at the joke. He'd be like, oh, 16, that's far too young. And he goes, rah, 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 happy day. And he's just, like, throwing around all his food. Yeah. And it's like, yes. oh, it's like the joke is like, oh, he's happy about it. It's like, oh, he's happy yeah. about it. It's like, oh, pre-civilization. <laughs> they make jokes about that. Like, they say, like, they, where it's like, hey, this is, you know, like, Pre-civilization. Like, I think they use that term, and it's like this... It's just dumb. Yeah. Um, and we're supposed to laugh at it, and I, it's just gross. Mm-hmm. But, uh, it, but this moves us to the end, right? Yeah. Um, Hagar decides that it's okay that his son is reading, and so he lets his son read a book. Um, well, before that, he tells... He fixes things with loot. Um, and he brings loot back, and Honey is very happy to see him. Um, and then he goes upstairs and his son is reading in bed and he, uh, tries, or he tells his son it's okay and his son is like, can I read you a story? And Hagar's like, yeah, read me a story. From Aesop's Fables. Yeah. Which is, that's not even a joke. No. Why is this present in the Middle Ages? It 
truly does not make sense. It's like, oh, this is something that is old. But not no. that old. <laughs> I know. Yeah. There's also, there are like a few things in this where it's like anachronisms, but it's like not played as a joke that it's an anachronism. It just doesn't. Yeah. It's just people being, it's just laziness. Yeah. Um, but he reads them, um, the, the, he reads them the beginning of the tortoise and the hare. You're right. And then he falls asleep. And he establishes that there is a fast hare and a slow tortoise. Right. And Hagar seems intrigued. <laughs> By this problem. <laughs> yeah, he seems into it, and then, but then he, uh, he leaves his son's room and goes to bed with Helga, and immediately just, or he takes the book from his son, and he goes to his room with Helga, and he immediately is just like, this sucks, like, and then yeah. kind of rehashes the complaints he had before he fixed everything, and I was like, wait, we're just back to this again? Yeah. And then he gets in we bed, yeah, and he's like, Helga, you did this, you're terrible, and Helga's like, oh, well... You suck, too. And Hagar's like, yeah, will you read me the end of the story? And then she kisses him on the forehead and begins reading to him, and it says, the end. And we're invited to find this in any way sweet. Not kind of creepy. No, it's terrible. It's like, oh, he's just, he can't admit it that he's changed. But it's like, no, this is garbage. So he wants his... And Hagar is garbage. He wants to enter, like, a mom-like relationship with his... With his wife, it's just like a weird thing. Yeah. I thought I was surprisingly creeped out by this ending. I did not enjoy it. No, I didn't see it that way, but I did see it as like a he's completely unwilling to fess up yeah, to the true. fact that he, um, like has changed his mind, but then he, uh, and he continues to blame Helga, and then he's like, um, but I'm going to make up for it by, like, kind of implying that I've changed yeah. and having you read me this story. And it's supposed to be like, oh, well, he's nice to her. It's yeah. like, no, he's not. It's it's still awful. All yeah. Everything he's done is awful. Yeah. Um, but we're supposed to think it's all okay because it technically worked out. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's the end of it. I thought it was truly Hagar. <laughs> oh. Yeah, I took your joke. Um, I'll be honest. There were four or five jokes that were pretty funny in this. Yeah. I'm like I'm, I I thought I was horrified to find that I found it far funnier than I found the for better or for worse special. There was like there's like a moment where he's walking with like there's some jokes about how stupid Lucky Eddie is and I was yeah. like these are pretty funny. And there's a look of pure disgust that he gives Lucky Eddie at one point that I, like <laughs> mingled with concern that I found either accidental or really funny. Yeah, no, the stuff with Lucky Eddie at the school, because he accompanies Hagar to the school, yeah. and they're talking about how he got kicked out, yeah, the, and everything, like, that stuff was pretty amusing. It's a funny joke, where it's, yeah. like, like, he holds up, that's not funny, but, like, he holds up the report card, and you think he's gonna say it's all ups, and he says, I cannot read, but I've been told it's bad, it's like, that's like, that's not a bad joke. Yeah, no. Overall, though, it's like a very bad episode of a sitcom. Yes. It's like, you could have easily seen this turning into a really unpleasant just like kind of pretty conventional sitcom set with yeah with, uh, it's kind of just like Al Bundy yeah exactly kind of stuff um and I yeah I like it's awful I yeah. hate those kinds of dynamics yeah. and it's really bad yeah um that complaint I phrased that like my tone was like Jackson 
<laughs> I think it's old Jackson and all of us yeah. right now. I think he, I think he divided equally into both of us. Oh no, he's his soul. Yeah, split. He passed. Oh wow. He passed, and we've been for whatever reason oh, wow. we were we were designated with having two halves of Jackson. I internalized Jackson, and now all my decisions are I speak through Jackson. Yeah. Or Jackson speaks through me. Both. He's yeah, yeah still inside me. Um, if you're listening to this, Jackson. He's gonna tell me who to marry on a boat. <laughs> Yep. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, just like it, just like it, Alan's rap. Yeah. <laughs> um. Hey, both of these had boats. Whoa, everything we've watched today has had a boat in it. That's true. That's true. And guys, guys, <laughs> it's been so boat, boat centric. Yes. Boat City. The film Adrift was watched in between half of the half of these episodes. Yeah, we've kind of hinted at it, but we never yeah, explicitly <laughs> said that we watched Adrift. If, if you got through our longest episode yet, then <laughs> you can find out that we we watched Adrift through both yeah. halves. I think it's what we're, yeah. It's like 20 minutes, hour 45, 20 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> That's the length of this podcast. Yeah, it is. Um... Okay, any last notes about Hagar the Horrible Special? It was horrible. It was horrible. <laughs> yeah, that's... I it's, mean... It's not my... L- no, it probably is. The three we've watched is probably my least favorite. I hated it the most. I, yeah. It was, I'd rather watch Ziggy 20 times. I would go Ziggy, um, for better or for worse, Hagar. Oh, really? Yeah. Ziggy bewildered me in a way that only one scene of For Better or For Worse did. Ziggy was much lighter than For Better or For Worse. Uh, okay, wait, hang on, though. Um... No, I'm gonna go, uh, Ziggy for better or for worse. Kathy. Oh, I forgot Hagar. about Kathy. Yeah, Kathy bumped me out in very like specific ways, and I don't think I could ever go back to it. I think I, also... I like Kathy even less than Hagar. Yeah. I I think the animation was even worse there. Yeah. And the rest- fighting wigs me out in a way that at least it's yeah. had jokes. Kathy was just no, you're right. Was just bickering in a way that made me genuinely really uncomfortable. I have a deep grudge for Hagar because I hated it as a that's kid, true. too. That's true. Yeah, that's true. Like, kind of like a similar thing with the Lockhorns where it was like, why would I ever as a child want to open up a newspaper and read about unhappy marriages? Yeah. But, like, in the most, like, sexist way possible. Yeah. Um, and it was just like, I've always resented both of those comics for that. Yeah. But at the same time, that Kathy one is really, really, really bad. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. we'll keep building. We'll keep doing it. <laughs> yeah. Hey, guys. No one can complain that we don't talk to you. We're talking at you. <laughs> yeah, so don't send us any Stop flailing your goddamn <laughs> legs around and just stand on the ground like a normal human being. And we'll stop filming your butts. <laughs> you put down that cereal box right now. Yeah. I see it. Put it down. <laughs> it's not going to make a beat. No. No. <laughs> Pick up your baby and walk away. <laughs> walk straight into the woods and, <laughs> and think about what you've done. Exactly. Um, so that should be your takeaway. Mm-hmm. Sync this up with a drift. Yeah, you can get through most of it. Yeah. You can get through slightly more than half. Yeah. Kind of skip around. Yeah. A drift. A driftmentary. Yeah. For the first hour. Yes. Okay. Great. Okay, until next week, our friends. Yeah, see ya. Bye.